Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Test match starting tomorrow at Hagley Oval in Christchurch. Uh, the Sri Lankans are in town taking on the Black Caps. And joining us to talk about this is uh, former uh, Black Cap himself and uh, one time uh, Black Cap uh, batting coach for a little bit in there as well. Peter Fulton, g'day mate, how are you? Good. Mate, you're in, in, in Dunners. How's, how's the Plunkett Shield treating you? That looks like a bit of a run fest there. Yeah, you know, it's been um, yep, it's been a pretty good wicket for the batters so far. So, uh, taking a hundred and forty odd for two, needing four hundred and seventy on the last day tomorrow. So, hopefully, the forecast hasn't been hasn't been that good for tomorrow um, so far. So, yeah, hopefully, we get a, you know we get a, a good day's play, and um, yeah, it should be. Should be sort of an exciting finish, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, mate. This, uh, this is where uh, Ish comes to the fore, right? I mean, he took three for 65 in the first innings. Surely the pitch is going to be even better for him tomorrow. Well, yeah, that's that's the plan. That's the plan. And, um, yeah, he's look, he's he's played the... This is the second Plunkett Shield game he's played for us so far this season. He's been a he's been a real breath of fresh air, to be honest. He's been um, awesome around the group, and, and he's, he's batted and bowled really well. So, yeah, we're hoping to... Hoping to see something special from him tomorrow. That's for sure. Yeah, well, actually, I, I um, because I, you know, so used to seeing him run around uh, in in different colours um, further up the uh, the, the islands. Um, I forgot he was down there, mate. But th- does that explain the sixty odd that he got over in the subcontinent? It was a, a season under your tutelage? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, mate. That's the that's uh, that's that's the key, I think. Um, no, no, he's been um, no, he's, look, he's, he's worked really hard in his batting. Um, and he's, you know, he's made two or three good scores so far for us in the Plunkett Shield, and um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's something that he's, that he takes a lot of pride in. Um, he thinks, thinks a lot about his batting and, and, and wants to do well. So, yeah, it's nice to see, you know, he's, um, as I keep telling him, he's, he's 30 now, so he's, you know, he's sort of in that veteran sort of status now in the team. Um, so, so yeah, he's been, he's been setting a great example for the other lads. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good, mate. Yeah, forty-six or fifty-four in the first innings too. So, uh, continuing the form with the bat, mate. Well, we should talk the test. Uh, uh, the Black Caps late, named the same thirteen for the test against Sri Lanka. The first test against Sri Lanka, they named for the uh, second test against the Palms going into Hagley Oval. Did that surprise you a little bit? Uh, no, not really. Not really. Um, look, I think, yeah. The re- the reality is, I think if that if that test at the Basin against England had, had sort of gone. Had gone the way it was looking after maybe three days. Um, I think then you might have seen some changes, but yeah, look, I think I think after after a win like that, probably you know, probably probably New Zealand's greatest ever Test win. Um, yeah, I think you'd be yeah you'd be hard pressed to to sort of make too many changes. And I think yeah, they've obviously gone with the the guys that got the job done in that game. And um, look, I'd expect that you know. I'd expect that Sri Lanka are going to find they're going pretty tough at, at Hagley tomorrow. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah, well, it'd be interesting to see what it does, mate, because, um, you know, one thing that I I was a bit surprised about at Bay Oval, um, and now, now I, and I kind of thought maybe they learned from it, but is that they decided to take Cougar Line over Duffy, and they've done it again here. 
Um, and the reason I say that is because, you know, I mean, he bangs it into the pitch, all right. Uh, but you've already got Tickner and, and Wagner in the in the, in the the um, squad that do that. And you've really only got one swing bowler in Southie. So I thought they might have called Duffy back in, particularly if, you know, there's a bit of cloud cover, day one green pitch. Uh, it, it might have uh, offered them a little bit more in terms of variety. Yeah, yeah, look, I think there's a case that, you know, there's a case there that you could sort of um, you could go that way, but again, um, yeah, they I guess sort of stuck stuck with the so you know they've had a little bit of an opportunity in Tickner and Cougar line, um, but yeah, I think I look, I think Matt Henry will be Matt Henry will be a handful, Tim Southey will be a handful, Neil Wagner, um, I think will find it a little bit easier. You know, I don't think the Sri Lankans are going to be um, getting after him getting out from the way sort of a couple of English batsmen did. So, um, yeah, like I said, I, I would you would expect that Swank will find it tough and, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if um, New Zealand have a reasonably com- comfortable victory. Do you know how Matt is? Because he, he couldn't bowl towards the end of that English test, could he? Because he, he, he picked up some sort of niggle? Yeah, well, we we were coming back from uh, from, from a Plunkett Shield game in Hamilton and we had to fly through Wellington. We... We were actually on the same flight from Wellington back to Christchurch as, as Henners, and um, it was it was amazing actually because when he when he went down during that test on the last day, he sort of yeah basically could hardly walk. Um, so yeah, it sounded like it was a bit of a back spasm that sort of came on pretty quickly and and yeah disappeared just as quickly. So um, yeah, I'm, you know, he's, look, he's a he's a real gutsy cricketer. Um, and you know he would have, I'm sure he would have been in the last sort of week to ten days doing absolutely everything possible to get himself right for for tomorrow. Yeah, well, uh, speaking of gutsy cricketers, um, you got to got to talk about Henry Nichols, I think, uh, because you know he's a bloke that hasn't hasn't had a lot of fun on the international scene the last sort of year and a half, two years, mate. Um, in terms of former, you know, I think his average has dropped uh, over that period. It's been about 13, 14, something like that. So it hasn't gone great guns for him, but he's he's sticking it out, and and Gary Stead is stuck with him as well. Um, if you're in Henry Nichols' shoes at the moment going into this first test against Sri Lanka, what's the thought process and, and what are the team doing around him and the coaches doing around him? Oh, look, I don't think they'll be doing too much different. I mean, you know, they'll just be, like I said, encouraging him, um, working, you know, working with him and, and trying to trying to make sure that he, he stays confident. I mean, I think actually in that test at the Basin Reserve, you know, he didn't get, he didn't get a big score, but both innings he actually, um, you know, spent quite a bit of time at the crease and was just getting to that point where, you know, he was he was looking like he he was going to get himself going. So, um, yeah, more more of the same, I guess, from 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 what he did in Wellington. And look, it's you know, it's one of those it's one of those things. You can you can make the argument, you know, to leave a player out, or um, you know, you make you, you can you can go the other way and say, well, you know. We're going to back them, and, and invariably, if you do back them, that's when you know that's when you get the best out of players. So, really pleased, obviously, from a Canterbury point of view, to see him, see him get a, another game, hopefully. And um, yeah, he's had a lot of success at Hagley, so I won't be surprised if he makes a big score in this Test match. Yeah, well, I mean that's a thing because you know people were calling after the, the Test at Bay Oval for, for Will Young to get an opportunity or Glenn Phillips to get an opportunity. Um, and Will Young did get the opportunity, but it wasn't, uh, I, I guess, what most of us expected. They they just played a bowler less and, and got some more overs out of uh, Daryl Mitchell. Um, I think that was designed purely for for the Baz ball, uh, you know, to combat that and, and and have some more runs in the team. Uh, what do you think the eleven looks like uh, tomorrow? Uh, 
yeah, look, I think I think maybe I think one of those bowlers, either Pitten or Kugeline will play probably instead of Will Young. Uh, I think they'll go in with yeah, the four the four sort of out and out seam bowlers. Um and, you know, Michael Bracewell there as well is an option with the ball. Um the wicket I'm sure would have a have a bit of grass on it. Um but the weather weather in weather in Canterbury this year has been been really hot and dry. So um yeah, like I said, if they get if they get some hot weather as well then the the pitch may well flatten out as the game goes on. So, like I said, I'd expect they'll play Michael Bracewell too. Yeah, well, I mean, that, and that's another thing too, mate. I'd be interested to get your take on this because I think it's one thing that England showed us. Uh, in New Zealand conditions, the Black Caps have been um, very reluctant to select an out-and-out spinner, um, but the Poms did it with Jack Leach, and he, he managed to get wickets in, in both tests, uh, both at the Basin and at and Bay Oval. Um, do you think there's a lesson there for, for New Zealand cricket? Oh, look, yeah, I mean, again, over the last sort of probably four or five years, you know, the Black Cats have had a lot of success in New Zealand, you know, predominantly by using, you know, pace bowling um, or, you know, certainly swing and seam bowling. So, yeah, it's it's been probably hard to argue with their record over the last few years. But, again, I think, you you know, what we probably saw against England was just it just showed the benefit of, you know, a team or a captain that's going to really back the spin bowlers. Um you know, because of sort of 12 months ago, Jack Leach was, you know, he was really struggling in that England side. So it, I don't think it really matters whether it's whether it's spin or, you know, or pace. Um, you know, if you if you back your players and, and show confidence in them, then um, generally you get the best out of them. So, so I'm sure Tim Southey will be looking to, you know, looking to sort of continue that as well. Uh, what's your take on Devin Conway's best position? Because obviously he's been, he's been opening, um, but I, you know, I've talked to Ken Rutherford previously, and he believes his best position is four. Um, what do you think? Is is he is he opening through necessity, or do you think he is more naturally a four? What's your take? Well, he, he probably opened through necessity when he when he first made the team because obviously Kane was at three and Ross Taylor was at four. So <clears throat> I guess the, the 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 sort of the spot in the team or the way into the team was as an opener. Um, yeah, I think you I think you'd probably. You know, if you if you talk to Devin and he was, you know, he was completely honest with you, um, he probably he probably tell you he wants to bat three, is, is what I would suspect. But he's obviously not going to bat three with Kane. So, um, yeah, I guess there's again you can look at it both ways. His best spot maybe four, but you know what's his what's his best value for the mo- at the moment for the Black Caps, and you know you can also make the argument that it's you know there's a there's a bit of a I guess there's a gap at the top of the order and he's such a good player that um, it probably doesn't really matter where he bats. Mm. Yeah, now, um, the other thing I wanted to ask you, and, and I, I know uh, you've had involvement with the Black Caps and things as well, mate, but I, I look at this team, and I've had this conversation with a couple of people, look at this team and see, uh, you know, they're all similar ages and they're, they're kind of ageing together. Most of them are now over 30. Um Given that the World Test Championship defence is done, and we're playing a Sri Lankan team on our own backyard, who are also in a, in a bit of a rebuild, uh, do you think there would have been the temptation to maybe try something different, try a few different players, blood a few players for the future? Um, well, like I, said, like I said earlier, I think if we'd lost that Test England, you know, and, and lost it fairly convincingly, then then we may have seen that. But you know, it's a it's a tough argument because obviously Test cricket. You know, the I guess the still the you know the number one form of the game for most players. So you don't want to you don't want to necessarily just give away 
you know, give away opportunities at that test match level. Um, but look, I think in the next sort of 12 to 18 months, that's probably an area where, you know, they might have to look at, like, not necessarily making wholesale changes, but, but bringing in, you know, maybe maybe a, a batsman, maybe a pace bowler, um, who those players are, not too sure, but, you know, that, those sort of things, just to, just to make sure that in maybe two or three times, uh, two or three years' time, sorry, then, you know, when a few guys retire all at once, um, you know, we don't we don't sort of have a, you know, a, a really high turnover of players. Mm, yeah, that's, uh, you know, I think that's uh, that's the feeling, you know, I think from a lot of cricket <clears throat> fans and, and just wanting to, to see what that uh, that plan is uh, going forward. But uh, I guess we'll see, mate. Uh, it's probably above our pay grade, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, someone else can make those decisions. Um, like I said, as we all know, it's, a, it's an easy game watching from the outside. Um, you know, like I said, they've got some really talented, really quality players in that side. And, um, you know, it's good to see them get a win against England and sort of, um, you know, probably quieten down a few people and, and hopefully they can get a couple more wins against Sri Lanka. Yeah, indeed, mate, indeed. I tell you what, I make a hell of a selector on the, on, on the couch with a couple of beers in me. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Good stuff, Pete. Hey, listen, mate, I really appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck tomorrow, day four of the Plunkett Shield. Um, hopefully you can go home with that W, eh? Yep, thanks, mate. Sounds good. Cheers. Uh, Peter Fulton there with us, uh, coach of Canterbury, of course, our former Black Cap as well, and has uh, worked with Gary Stead as a batting coach as well.